I sit here and I meditate and I think about what the world. I think about all those people that have come into my life and left my life. Although you can still see them around on Facebook and then you read their posts. And one of the posts that I read was, I am the most trustworthy person. And the onlooker, who doesn't have that friendship anymore with that person, would then question that. How can you be trustworthy if you betray? If you're trustworthy, you would have lots and lots of friends around you. But somebody has a discrepancy, somebody has an issue, and most of all, I believe outside influences make people make their mind up about somebody. Uh, that's what you call validation of their own mind. Seeking validation whether or not they're doing the right thing or having that person still in the arena because there's an issue, etc. If there's an issue, that should be able to speak through to your friends one on one. Nobody else should be involved in that issue. Nobody, not a single person. What is the issue about? What have you got grievance with each other about? And if you're not able to talk to one another and you cut off that friendship and then you gossip and somebody else is talking about that friend, you've done that. You created the gossip. And I think everybody has to take responsibility in what kind of message they send out about one another. Because if they've been bullied by other people because of your own issue or your own discrepancy, then you may have created that. So are you really trustworthy? I'd beg to differ when you go out of your way to disseminate messages um, and to talk about individuals to strangers or to people you don't know, um, they don't know, should I say. But when the information gets back to say that this friend has sent out information about you to different telephone numbers, including your image, your video, your written contents, that becomes slander and liable, but that also becomes bullying because you're hell-bent on getting other people on board to prove a point that you no longer want that friendship. If you don't no longer want a friendship, you leave and say, you know what, this is, um, because there's a lot of arguments and I don't feel there should be any arguments because the communication is quite complicated and quite difficult. I'm going to wish you well on your merry way and, uh, and that's it, I wish you well on your merry way. But the problem comes with people that have an expectation of what somebody should be like. Meaning, you're my friend, you're supposed to understand. Well, that's a two-way situation. And most times people are not given the opportunity to have a conversation. People are just blocked and deleted. And that doesn't give the opportunity because that person that may who may have offended to understand what they may have done wrong. I'm all for letting people know what they've done wrong. To me, um, 
I like to be to understand. Can you understand the pain and the, the devastation it's caused? The attack, being under attacked by other people that had nothing to do with mine and your friendship. You know, this is the thing that the people in the community will say, look, you know, well, we're not really talking any moment. Why? I mean, somebody gives a reason as to why someone's not talking any moment. What is that reason though, you see? What is that reason? So what was the expectation? What is the reason you fall out with friends? Or friends fall out with you? I say this journey is a lesson in life and we gain strength from the failings of others. We also put barriers up because of the failings of others and it can also stop you from going forward because of the failures from others. What I mean is your boundaries become more disciplined, you become more isolated because you become less trusting of the community. So when someone says, I will be your friend, and I will, I get you, I understand you. No, I'll be able to speak things through with you because of this is what I do for a living or this is my professional. And particularly at the end of the day, when they're in therapy and they help people with therapy, I would literally think that they would know how to handle situations. But instead you'll find a therapist, and I'll be honest, disseminating messages to get other people to target one individual. That's not healthy, that's tearing down someone. You're not using the knowledge you were born with, you're not using the knowledge that you have to help the community rather than hinder. You're putting your own reputation on the line, I have to say that, into who would trust somebody that is not showing their work for starters, but just hides behind the name. I'm a therapist. But they're not doing the work. But you'll find them in there isn't, is, a lot of people do this, you know, a lot of people do this. Um, you know, they, they get in a position and that position, that title, seems to mask their own behavior and how they treat other people. Um, in my own life, I've had fraud. See, that's mistrust of the friendship and the people in power and position. I've had fraud coming from departments. I've had uh, slander and liable. I've had false accusations written about me. I've had uh, online cyberbullying. Um, and the online cyberbullying is a killer because even if it's, you're not talking about just Facebook, you're talking about what you send out in the WhatsApps. What you send out to somebody's personal inbox about another person should be healthy and rewarding and energetic. But if you're going to bitch, if you're going to say, look at this person, you're drawing attention to the individual who you have named. Look at that. We can talk freely, but when you name someone, you're, you're, you're targeting them. And that's wrong. If you're talking about a situation and who you're trusting your life with, without naming them, uh, without naming services, without naming the GP services or any of that, then you should be able to speak freely about your own experience.
many people that I come across speak freely about their own experience. I don't get no judgment from me. But what I ask of is change. How can you protect yourself from this happening again? How can you protect yourself from feeling so low where you nearly wanted to commit suicide or stop doing the things that you wanted to do because you're worried about what other people are thinking about you because gossip has been put out about you. So what can you do to, to protect yourself? If anyone's doing that and they were once a friend or what you call an associate, because I think friendship is really, really earned and that you like something about somebody at the beginning, you click, but you don't know that person. You're not raised with that person. You're not grown up with that person. So you don't, you only know minimum. So unless you know someone inside and out, really, where they're really, really, really honest with you, don't keep any secrets, got nothing to hide, and we'll talk to you about any issues that you may have, because we're not supposed to own one another, we're supposed to help, guide, and support one another. But I don't feel that it's support if somebody is putting out material to harm another person, such as videos, um, I've had that happen to me. I had online cyberbullying from nine people. And they even done a video with my name in it. My first and my last name in it. And they mocked me, they ridiculed me, and they asked everybody to share the information, which basically would then make me a target. And that's what happens in, in it with people, um, when they name people. And so for me, when, when this happened to me, met people make me a target, I do have to go raise awareness about it to say that the damage is not really, you're not causing me any damage. Temporarily, you may have affected my thought process, but when I think about the strength in me and what I've overcome, even down to child abuse, rape, domestic abuse, discrimination, injustice, when I think about I've overcome, I realise that people have their own struggles and they may not be accepting to a, a real friendship that will tell you the truth without running to other people to gossip about. They can speak to you one-on-one. -on -one. You may not like it, but you still get the opportunity to talk. And I think that's what happens throughout life that people have not been given the opportunity to talk. As a child, something may have happened, you might have been taught to keep secrets. Therefore, you form a pattern where you start to conform to what people require from you. And so, yeah, you do find individual people react differently to one another based on their life skills, based on what they've gone through. So based on what they've gone through, they should be more mindful of how not to hurt an individual. If this has happened to you, where you've got people talking behind your back, my suggestion is to block, delete and remove. I mean, if they're not going to give you an opportunity to talk and understand, then they're not willing to accept you, right? So that's the thing. A conversation means talk, get pen and paper out if you have to and say, you know what? I'm unhappy with this because of this. 
but I find people fall out with other people because they hear something and take sides. They can't have their own mind and say, well, has she done or he done this to me? I've heard they've done it to them, but have they done it to me? And that's the thing. What has someone done to you for you to take sides? Ostracizing that word there. I've had many people ostracize me. They don't tell you to your face. Look, I, I just don't think this is gonna work. Um, because if you get married and you're gonna end a relationship, you actually, excuse <coughs> 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 me, <clears throat> you have that conversation, so you know what, this relationship isn't working anymore. Um, we're going to have to part ways. Why is it friendships don't do the same thing? Look, this is not working anymore. We're going to have to part ways. Leaving an explanation as to why so somebody can improve in the next encounter they have with an individual. Because this yin yang in different worlds, this is where empathy will come from. Do you understand? somebody else's journey or are you going to contribute more pain to their journey by gossiping by writing slander committing libel that means just your handwriting your your words you know you're you the one that named them you're the one that sent it to another phone to involve another person. So how many people do you involve? So, I can say that when I talked about online cyberbullying, I had nine people actually committing the act of using my name and shaming me. But that went out to thousands of people because they shared. All pointing back to my profile. They put a picture at me. It was just being like, as I sit here thinking, I see myself running through fields. Running away from those that want to capture you and imprison you into their dark world of discrimination. I'm running and I'm trying to stay on path. Sometimes you have to address what they are doing to get it to cease. If you are taught, taught and had it drummed in your head to say no to abuse, you must know what's a civil matter and what is not a civil matter. And only a civil, within the civil rights, will be against inhumane treatment. So if we talk about civil rights, what does it mean, your human rights, the right to be treated fairly, to be respected, you know, to be treated fairly, to not harm an individual. But people are using social media and WhatsApp to harm individuals. I say social media for stop, but the telephone numbers that becomes who's in your contact list. So people are using that information to go into your contact list, their contact list to disseminate information about another person. 
So I always say, you be careful of the things that you put into your head, the images you receive and the thoughts you think because when you think bad somebody else, then bad will come back to you. People can see you in a, in a light that is just a troublemaker rather than a solution. Individual, you know, am I a solution individual? When there comes trouble, I have to find a solution. And so therefore, I find a solution by standing up against behavior that kills people, that causes people to be depressed, oppressed, and even down to committing suicide. I stand up against bad behavior that individuals or groups can be doing to harm another person. I speak up against it because it saves lives. I may be the one in a fit, one in a million I'd say because there's not very many people that speak out, although they do speak out in their own love languages. And sometimes that love language, as such as discriminatory posts, can offend. It's just learning to express without naming, without shaming, without trying to cause degrading treatment. It's learning to raise the awareness on, look, I don't like this behavior. This behavior hurts and it hurted individuals. It, individuals will come and say how they feel about being in receipt of even information. You see, be careful when you send out third party information, yeah? When you disseminate another person's information, that you affect the person that's receiving it, you're embroiling them into it. And they can either say, excuse me, I don't deal with third party information, or they can actually say, I really don't want to be a part of this, can you please don't, you know, whatever you've got, you sort out with that individual, but to gossip about that individual is wrong. So I like people that would turn around and say, don't gossip about other people because gossip does kill so yeah what is friends everybody's screaming out for a friend not everyone oh no so somebody to like them somebody to have a should i say somebody to have a conversation with somebody wants a conversation with somebody and even if it's not a verbal person it could be a spiritual conversation so somebody even I, as I sit here, I'm speaking into this equipment, hoping that someone will hear this and they will be more mindful of how they treat individuals uh, when they are coming out of their four walls. I think when you're in your four walls, you can be and behave as you want, but when you step outside of the arena or when you go on to, to uh, use media, then you need to be mindful of who you're affecting with your material. It has to be healthy material, not posts. I can't bear the posts that say, um, it, 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 there are many, many people put posts. Let's, let's see if I can read a few. Oh, actually, I won't be able to read a few because I don't have it. People, many people put posts saying, blaming other people rather than putting a post saying, instead of being negative, why guys 
don't you try and be positive in your life that's be a, a more welcoming post and then you've got people say every man uh, all men are the all men say that all men are dogs that's trying to reinforce someone else's belief that's wrong because not all men are like that not all as far as I know I don't know a man that is a dog I'm, a man is a man but what you're talking about is behavior so that phrase all men are dogs that doesn't work with me because men don't have tails they don't bark unless they're angry should I say <laughs> um, you know that phrase my bark is what my bark is worse than my bite. You know, that, that terminology means, are you going to be approachable? So, you know, how do you treat someone? So, yeah, to use the phrase men are dogs, I wouldn't use that phrase because that's somebody else's belief that they want you to impose on somebody else. So when we're speaking to another human, you can use the terminology, some men behave badly. Some women behave badly when you I used to get so offended when talking to someone they say all women are like this and I'm thinking well hold on a minute I'm standing in front of you so therefore that's what you think of me well I didn't mean you but you use the terminology all women all women you see I'm a woman, so I'm going to represent another woman. Not all women display the same behavior you may have experienced. Not all men display the same behavior you may have experienced. So how do you love yourself? Allow yourself to be loved if you're going to judge people by the same past background, by the same past that you may have experienced. I understand that you would like to protect yourself and to put boundaries into play in how you want to be treated how you want to be spoken about can you get a choice in how you want to be spoken about when somebody disseminates bad words about you naming you yes you can there's always a way of uh, getting another message out you see that's a negative message Sometimes people defend themselves by betraying, putting out another message. And that one should be positive in how you should treat people. I think about family also, how family neglect, how family avoid. And I think how family avoid is because they've got their own boundaries. They perhaps don't want negativity and neither do you. But unless you come together and have a conversation about how one another wants to be treated, although that's set on the ends, on the ends, sorry, on the end, at the very beginning, because when you meet someone, you start describing your life, you start telling someone what you've gone through. Perhaps they picked you up when you was in a bit of a, a down moment and you found friendship in them, or you found friendship in someone, because. They were what you needed at the time. That energy, that uplifting, that positive vibe. So why does it become so sour? Is there a more need here? Is there a more to assert your authority? 
to guide and to get people to do as they're told because if they don't, the consequences are they will lose you. You don't force someone to do as they're told, the knowledge is there by words and it's how you carry those words or will keep someone in your arena or will push someone away. If you force someone to apologize to another person and you wasn't there to witness, see or hear, but you are a third person receiving information about what it is you're supposed to do, step back and mind your business because it is for the person and the other person to resolve what issue they have, not to bring in a backup or a third party or a fourth or fifth party and then disseminate information about one individual so you can make up your mind. That is wrong. People that go seek validation of other people need to stop and think if you're not willing to iron out the problems between the person, the one-on-one -on -one individual, then go your separate ways and leave it, just like a marriage. Divorce and leave the friendship. And in marriages, they can be forever ending, causing depression, where people really don't want to let go. So they will still go out of their way to sabotage the individual's reputation by saying, especially when you walk up to someone and they say, why did you split up with your ex? Oh, well, he was this and he was that. You're still bad them. That could be like 20, 30, 30 years ago. People are allowed to change when they learn. Perhaps they've gone on courses to learn and understand behavior. So they're allowed to change. So if you keep saying, this person done that 20 years ago, you're still judging on perhaps a child. People are allowed to grow. Just know whose battles you're fighting, yours or someone else's. That's why I, I look at it. Me, I can actually say that I fight other people's battles by raising awareness of those that once wanted to kill themselves or cause depression, um, that, that uh, suffer from depression and self-harm, drinking more, self-sabotaging more because a friend just mistreated them. I speak on behalf of those people that thought that they were not good enough. I raise the voice on behalf of all those that don't or can't have a voice into understanding what it is about friendships, what it is about partnerships, what it is about relationships that cause your own mental health to crumble. As an individual person, there are boundaries. You do not have to be, and you have the right to be treated fairly. You do not have to accept unwanted behaviour. People cannot force themselves onto you or force their agenda onto you. When you have left the home as a child, you no longer be told what to do. They tell you to go out in the big world and find out what it's like for yourself. And you do, but nobody ever prepares you with losing friendships or losing loved ones or grief or how to handle gossip, how to handle online cyberbullying, how to handle people that talk rubbish behind your back and disseminate 
photographs of you or videos of you that is illegal without consent if it's on a public page it's fair enough it's public knowledge they obviously want you to hear a message but if somebody is giving you something private in your own time with that friendship you should those secrets should remain private if you have a friendship and you're no longer friendship don't start gossiping about what someone's struggles used to be if you help them up leave that private conversation that you had with one another private it's not nice when people name you and talk about you it leaves a hole in your heart they can talk about a situation but when they name you and they highlight you and when they got the opportunity in a public arena maybe you're on the same zoom maybe you're on the same facebook page maybe you're on the same whatsapp group maybe you've got friends in common you know it's not nice when you know they've gone out of their way to talk about you to disseminate information about you just to tear down your reputation I've had many people try to do that to me in the course of doing business which is saving lives. Suicide prevention, right, that's a big role in itself. To get qualifications and to go out there in a public arena and raise awareness against it, against people being contributing to someone's mental health, it's a big thing for someone to do. And for me, I put my, my whole life out there to help someone identify that perhaps you're treating someone like this and it needs to cease. Perhaps you're not knowing all education enough to how you can prevent harm to others. And so you need an education around how to handle your anger, how to handle your emotions, because people that harm other people, they're angry. Their ego is getting the best of them. And so they want to get revenge. And so they'll pace up and down in their home. Who can I speak to? I need to speak to someone about this. But when they're talking about someone, they're naming that person. They're not talking about their own emotions. They're not claiming their own emotions. They're not saying, do you know what? When, when this happened, you know, and they disseminated my information, I felt so betrayed. I felt targeted. I felt bullied. I felt they were trying to bully me and, and, and harm me and cause added depression on top of what I'm already going through. They had no concept to think about my children that they may take away, you know, inflict pain on their mother and what it will do if their mother is crumbling into depression because of that person's behavior, that the mother is gonna be unavailable for their children because they're trying to manage their depression caused by that's why I call the underlying issue caused by bullying. What is the underlying issue of someone's depression? One of those could be bullying, harassment, discrimination, belittling. If you look at the Human Rights Act, it is also there to sit there and say, this is the list that we feel that you can be protected by as a human being. So as long as you follow those rights, you'll know that what people do to you when it, when it becomes harmful 
is deliberate and you have a right to say no to that, no to that abuse, no to that discrimination, no to that victimization, because that's what it is. Victimization when you bring in other reinforcements to try and fight your battles. You become somebody that wants to victimize somebody. If you can't speak to someone and you no longer want to be in their arena or like something about someone, just leave. Leave them, they will burn themselves out. I always say when somebody is nasty to someone, karma has a way of returning to them. And somebody like myself may not be disciplined into speaking wise words into someone. You could come across somebody that has no shame in wanting to bully someone. And therefore, your words are powerful. If you attack someone in the shape of words, disseminating messages, somebody else might want to fight your battles and continue to disseminate those unhealthy messages. To belittle someone. You are trying to herd people in on your belief that is negative. For to hurdle somebody in, to say, look, look what she, or look what he's doing. Look, 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 you're naming, you're shaming. If you're calling their name, you are naming and you are shaming and you are degrading them. If you write their name, you are naming and you are shaming and you are degrading them. You can write people's names in a positive light to reward them for the work they do. Perhaps you would like to say, I'd like to give recognition to this individual for the great work they've done. That's okay, because it's a positive message. But if you put or tag someone's name in or write their name and say, look at this, she's or he, he's doing this and he's wrong and now let, let's all let, let's all point out the error of their ways and your name in that person and just like uh, I can use his name can't I can use his name just like Boris Johnson everybody knows who Boris Johnson is you know people will name him for the good work he's done or shame him for the work he's done and when you find individuals that say they're friends of yours or associates of yours and they're shaming you with your name. That's the kind of people to be wary of because they have no skills, people's skills into what they may do to harm others. So it doesn't mean you're just going to hurt that one individual person, you're going to harm their family as well. You take out one person by asserting your authority and creating depression giving them no room to, you know, rebuild their life because you're gossiping about them. You're just trying to tear someone down. And when you tear someone down like that, you affect their families. That's right, you do, yeah? And when people lose their lives because you're gossiping about them and they can't take it anymore, that's their family's life. That's their, perhaps you've taken away their mother or their father or their sister or their brother because you chose to gossip unhealthy information. 
And particularly, I know that there's a lot of people out there that know people have mental health. And when they know that they have mental health, they try to use it as a cover-up to cover up their own behaviour and what they've done to the person who actually does have a diagnosis or has mental health. They try to cover it up and say, it's their mental health. It isn't, it's your behaviour. We're looking at behaviour. What does someone do to create the, you know, what behaviour created someone's depression? That's what we're looking at. We're not looking at the individual, we're looking at the underlying issues. What, why is somebody depressed? Why are they sad? Who did what to who? Who's preventing that person from moving forward? And I find gossip is is this preventative message to try and keep someone down. And I don't like that, and I won't have that on my watch. If I find people are discriminatory, I do give them an option. Say, do you know what you're doing when you're calling out someone's name in a in Facebook or public platform? You're actually going to get yourself into trouble because you're asking someone to join forces with you to start talking and naming and shaming that individual. And it's your problem, your grievance, but you're looking for reinforcements to validate your behavior, to think, is it the right thing to do? Should I go and shame? You already know that the minute you start talking about somebody and using their name, you're a part of the gossip. So let the gossip be good and healthy gossip rather than negative gossip about an individual. If I go around talking everybody's name that done me wrong, I would surely be subjecting them to something of negative thought process. I'd surely be making them very important. If I kept talking about them by their name, I would make them so important. So you will be highlighting negative information. So if I make their name, if I call someone by their name, it's for the greater good to say, this is, look at what they're doing for, for life. Look how they're helping someone. Look what they're doing to support the community. But if I sit there and I name and I shame and I too add my words of wickedness, I could contribute to someone's depression. So I'm very mindful how I try to articulate how I speak about a situation that I may have felt or somebody else may have felt. When I hear how many people take their life to suicide, how many people suffer from depression, one in four, they say, I don't believe that, I think it's a much higher rate. Um, When I look at the rates going up over Christmas as well, of people reaching out for support. I feel, my gosh, they're depressed. What can I do? What can I do to uplift the community? What can I do to ask people to, to understand that our words have a way of destroying someone or building up someone? So I preach, I teach, preach, teach, each one, teach one. And I talk to the community about their behaviour. If you're going to ask for anger management, you need to be dressing what? Is it physical or is it verbal? You see, mental abuse can come from individuals' mouths. I felt that I had mental, been mentally abused by people 
completely mentally abused by people. The mental abuse is much worse than the physical abuse because a bruise can heal, but the mental abuse is scar tissue, is what creates PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mental abuse, how somebody's once treated you, how you're still being continued to be treated. So yeah, I've had all of that done to me, physical and mental abuse. It doesn't have to come from your husbands or your boyfriends. It can come from your friends. It can come from your family. It can come from the groups that you're in. It can come from the crowd that you associate with. It can come from you making poor decisions about what is right and what is wrong. Mental abuse. Who mentally abused you? Who called out your name and said you was not good enough? Perhaps it's one individual. Perhaps it's two, three, four, five. Perhaps you've gone through the mill of having people telling you, calling out your name and talking about you and gossiping about you. People that do that are insecure in themselves. They have no decorum in how to handle talking to people without harming people. When you can master the art of talking without naming and shaming and talking about experiences and life experiences, you're free to talk because nobody is going to know who this is about unless they're looking and searching deliberately and spying on what you're doing and then listen to something and say, that's about me. Has it got your name in it? Are you sure it's about you? Is there written content that says it's about you? And don't say, no, but but, but that's your thought process. Nobody knows the story but you. If you're committing an act on someone and you're going out there to deliberately look at that person who you have fell out with to what they're saying about you, you're looking for it. You're looking for what? You're looking for trouble. You see, if I've cut someone off, I don't need to revisit their Facebook pages or to revisit where they are, what arena they're in. I've cut them off. Are they speaking about me? Well, they was already speaking about me. This we know as a matter of fact. They spoke about me. That's what you'd be saying to yourself. So there's no point to look to whether or not they continue to speak about you. There, you've already got your answer. They are a person who will gossip and speak about you. Do you need to really invest any more time into that individual to go and search for whether or not they're going to gossip about you? Allow the airtime that they want. Leave it. Don't like. Don't like it. Don't share it. Because you're giving them the airtime to talk about you specifically if they're naming you. If they're not naming you, you have no 
idea whether the whether they're just talking in general about life their own experiences which they're entitled to talk about their own experiences they are but if they're not naming you cannot assume it's about you you have no case none that it's about you I teach people for a living how to build a case against somebody if um, there is slander and liable. And I teach, how can you prove slander and liable? How can you prove that it's targeted at you and aimed at you? How can you prove what, what they have done is wrong? How can you prove that they sent information to somebody else? How can you prove that this, what they're talking about is about you? I teach well. Slander and libel, if you've seen your name, yeah, you can um, capture that. If it's negative, if you are involved in an audience and there is witnesses, those witnesses become your witnesses in how you were mistreated. So the people that want to gossip about you actually might be in an arena and have witnesses in there but it's them on trial, not you. For if you're not there when they're gossiping about you, it is them bringing it to attention, rallying around like it's a war, trying to recruit people to be on board with them. But when you get messages, are you okay? We've identified that you've been bullied. We can see that you've been discriminated. We can see that you were being targeted. We can see that that, that was put out publicly. We can see at the end of the day that you were subjected to being targeted and bullied in a public place. Are you okay? Now the response that someone gives back will determine whether or not they're gonna be a gossip. So for me, I would reply back, I am fine. Thank you for noticing. I appreciate that you care. Um, it's something that will get sorted out. Um, and it's definitely educational and awareness that I understand that what they've done is wrong. Um, and I was allowed to defend in some way, or I couldn't defend. You know, and that's the thing, isn't it? We say defend, that means have your say. Was you able to have your say or was it one-sided? So was you present when somebody was gossiping about you? And if you're not present when someone's talking about you, then, first of all, you've got to prove that it's gossip. Are you hearing your name? Is this name being put out into other people's phones? In their messenger? On Facebook? And when you can prove that it is, and your name has been mentioned, there is your slander and liable right there. So when I reply back to people, I don't bother bringing up their name again because it can be used and screenshotted against you um, and it depends how you speak like I said if you speak positive about someone it's okay to use their name if it, you're going to try to tear them down name shame degrade and even try to knock them off their perch in every arena then you're, you're participating to someone's health so for me, I've had many people try to knock me down over the years and it's caused major depression, it's caused me wanting to commit suicide 
uh, over the years, past tense. Um, it's caused me to drink more, it's caused me to turn to drugs, it's caused me to be defensive. Um, and when I was younger, very much perhaps I would um, defend myself and just verbal, I would do the same. See, when we learn things at school, we learn how to treat or mistreat someone at school in, in our own houses, you know, so we have to undo that behaviour of what it felt like. If you know that bullying and you've been bullied and you didn't like it, don't do it to other people. You know what it feels like. This is not school in 2021. People have struggles, they're dealing with COVID, they're dealing with cancer, they're dealing with bad news, they're dealing with grief. You don't need to add to it by gossiping about people in negative ways. So, it's what you allow in life. They always teach you this on the domestic abuse um, awareness course um, called the Freedom Programme. It's not just literally about men. It's, it's about those people in your arena. A human being can do such damage to you. So the Freedom Programme, yeah, it teaches you really at the end of the day about abusive behaviour, controlling, manipulating behaviour. So when your own friends start doing it to you, identify it. You don't have to be in a relationship to know that people can be abusive to you, coercive control and gaslighting. That gaslighting. Oh, it didn't happen. It did happen. And back it up with proof. So yeah, if you no longer want to be friends with someone, just walk away, go make other people, go see or meet other people that will appreciate you. There's always somebody else out there that appreciate you. You know, I feel sorry for those that along my journey that I've met, I saw the good person in them, there is, they're in there. And, um, but yet, like I said, influences, outside influences can take people off the course of their journey. And some people just sit there doing the same thing, repeat offenders, and some people will move forward in their journey and do wonderful things like raise awareness and prevent these things from happening. They will perhaps join charities and organisations and uh, go do courses, to, even mental health courses, first aid. How can we prevent people from committing suicide? How can we help people with depression? That would mean taking a mental health course. If you take a mental health course, at the end of the day, you'll understand that when you listen to people's stories, a lot of that is because they've been bullied. And that's why I say bullying kills. There's zero tolerance to bad behaviour. Zero tolerance to bullying. Yeah, that's me. I don't like bullying in any shape or form. That's my message for the day. It's a Sunday, whether it's a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's time. I've given my time here today to say, I hope somebody hears this message and treats their friends or their enemies um, with kindness. Because they always say you can kill them with kindness. Meaning you can stamp out the negativity when you're kind. So if you can just be kind and express in better ways that doesn't name or shame someone, then you're free to talk. If you noticed in here, I've not mentioned a single name when talking about life. I just talk. The art of talking about life. But it's who's listening, who's your viewers, 
What are they taking out of it? Are they going to take this personal? Hmm, if they know what you're doing. Well, I hope not. Nothing's personal. It's all business. My business is raising awareness. Nothing is personal. But it's my personal journey and I and my personal time and I choose to speak out against the booze. Speak out against cyberbullying. Speak out against domestic abuse. Speak out against mental abuse. I teach and I create educational platforms to raise awareness around such subjects that can destroy life. You never know what someone's going through. Can you imagine somebody having cancer and then somebody's disseminating messages about them? And then adding to it what people are talking about. Imagine someone's just lost somebody to cancer, lost their family, somebody's ill, and yet they're being gossiped about in a negative way. You don't just destroy that individual, you destroy their family, so make sure that you don't gossip negative information about somebody else. Please uplift your spirits, people. Know that you are being judged at all times. But know that when you look in the mirror, is you, are you happy and content with you? Are you happy with the information you put out there? Are you happy with what you've done to other people or for other people? Don't forget what if you've done. When you hurt other people, say sorry in your own way, whether that's spiritually or not. You can apologise in your own way by doing better, by being better, by showing better. You don't have to force someone to apologise to you because it won't be sincere. The art of change is seeing change. Let there be change.